Hello, this is Tom Mellish, Executive Director for the Indiana Retired Teachers Association, the association that supports all retired educators. With us today, I have Sudi Narain from AMBA, and he's a regional vice president for our area and uh, deals with that. And today, we're just going to sit down and look at, um, take a look at maybe the mistakes I made through my life of not having enough insurance coverages and the different insurances I, anyone should be considering here. We're going to take it from beginning to the to the end as you're getting as you're into retirement at, on the different ones that we have. So welcome Sudi, glad to have you here and looking forward to this thing and to learn all my mistakes I made my first uh, 60 years. <laughs> well Tom it's always a pleasure and you know the one thing here uh, with our um, partnership and relationship you know we, we've AMBA has been with the Indiana Retired Teacher since 2003 and you know we've had a great working relationship. We built up a, a lot of friendships all throughout the years and uh, it's always a pleasure, you know, helping serve uh, the retired teachers and now uh, working with the active teachers right now, uh, getting them prepared for uh, the future of being in retirement. Okay. As we go here, as I'm a beginning teacher or fairly new in my career, um, might not have a family yet, but probably let's just say I am married and having kids or soon to have, what kind of things should I definitely make sure I have in my portfolio? You know, the younger you are, um, especially in your 30s and 40s and, and having a family and you're actively working and teaching, uh, looking at the options that are available for them uh, through uh, the Indiana Retired Teachers uh, is definitely going to be their life insurance. Uh, you know, through AMBA, they have an opportunity of getting uh, whole life uh, life insurance, the term life uh, insurance at a younger age and those term lives are anywhere between 10 years 20 years or even 30 years of term life uh, and they can select that value up to three hundred thousand dollars so um, young family definitely you want to explore and look into having life insurance to, to protect not just your loved ones but anything that you currently have such as your homes and and in uh, um, your valuables so say most school corporations are thinking they offer in their a lot of their benefit packages and that um, around 50,000 at least that wasn't too long ago so that sounds like a lot to replace your salary for a year basically but when you start thinking about home and college and just different things for your, your youngsters and that that's definitely something to sit down and just sort of calculate on there and usually with uh, the younger you are on that in different term years that you're looking at you get a pretty decent rate on those. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, the one thing here, being a member of the Indiana Retired Teachers and taking advantage of those benefits is that these rates that we work with, uh, they're, they're actually going to be negotiated rates and those premiums are locked in. Uh, and that's the beautiful thing about this because our organization, we're actually endorsed in over 60 other state associations throughout the country in 37 different states. So that enables us to work with these insurance companies to make sure that they can get a very good negotiated rate uh, on our behalf. And right now, what is the um, coverages that you can have? Is there a certain cap that you can get? Or how much can you go up to or insure yourself for? Yes, uh, right now for the uh, term life insurance policies, I believe the minimum threshold is 25000 and it goes all the way up to 300000 and then you can select those terms anywhere from 10 years, 20 years, or 30 years uh, for your term. Um, and again, if you're preparing and you know that you're going to be in the teaching profession, 
uh, and you're in your 30s, I would highly advise looking at the 30-year term. Because when you look at that 30-year term spread out, uh, it's going to cover you all the way up until you're age 60. On that example. Mm -hmm. Anything on life that we should be considering or anything or move on to the next thing we should have. Yeah, you know, uh, when, when you look at that roadmap, uh, in addition to life insurance, you know, a, as you start going through your teaching career and you know, from your 30s into your 40s, uh, now we're having uh, the active market looking into the number one thing that we currently deal with right now, which is their long-term care. Uh, some people are calling it elderly care, uh, but the younger that you are, long-term care is the actually the number one policy that we currently represent to our uh, members, uh, people are living longer. And so if you think about long-term care, many people have homeowner's insurance, uh, many people have car insurance, uh, and may, many people currently have their major medical. When you think about those three major areas, uh, for everybody, that's a no-brainer. It's like, yeah, I definitely need to insure that. But they don't think about their well-being in themselves because long-term care, you are preparing for the future. And as you get older, into your 70s, 80s, and 90s, uh, anybody at, after the age of 65, there is a 70% chance, Tom, just between you and I sitting in this room, one of us are going to need it. And so unlike homeowners, car insurance, or major medical, if those are no-brainers for you and why you need to have it, you are actually insuring a known risk. Uh, it's, a, it's over one in two, like I shared with you, it's a 70% chance. So uh, with that being said, uh, Long-term care, you know, it's it's all about the underwriting, and the younger that you are, especially when you're actively working, uh, those underwriting uh, guidelines are, are quicker. They're, they they understand that you're working full time. It's much more abbreviated, and uh, it's all based upon your health, and that's the most important thing that enables you to qualify for those policies. It's health qualifying first. Uh, you know, some people come to us with, hey, look, I have X amount of dollars. I can I, I would love to have a long-term care policy. Well. Unfortunately, due to the fact of you know maybe some health conditions or certain prescription medications that you have, uh, it's going to make you ineligible and you're not going to be able to qualify. Then we have to go to Plan B. So when you are preparing and you are uh, in that active market working, I strongly recommend looking into long-term care policies. And now people are looking at it when they're 45, getting into 50. I remember when I started selling, working, <laughs> selling long-term care plans. Uh, the average age when we started back in 2004, when I first started, uh, was roughly near 69 to 73 was the average age. A decade later, uh, it has dropped down into 60 to 63, and now we see it dropping even further. So, and I, if you deal with uh, parents, uh, which I did, that's where it really started making sense to me is when they weren't able to take care of themselves or if they were not going to be able to take care of themselves in the home and we're not going to be able to provide what they need and all of a sudden those um, extra costs in there um, that it's nice to have that. I know my parents had picked that up a while back and uh, dad's living comfortably in an assisted mm -hmm. living place and, or independent living at this point but it, progressive if he needs to go further on that and it's just um, load off our mind in that and be secure and, um, and uh, it's one of the best insurances we found um, that they had picked up and um, I don't know near retirement or close to it I think when they picked up their policy because they didn't want to be a burden on us and 
think that's so that's you, definitely one to look at. Yeah, you know, Tommy, you bring up a very good point because let's say uh, if I'm a retired teacher out there and I'm listening to this message right now, um, you, know, let's, you know, if I happen to be in my 60s or 70s, yeah, you should go ahead and think about your children because they too can have an opportunity through you uh, to get these benefits at a younger attained age, and they may never had an opportunity of doing that. Uh, because many people that we embark on, when they now need to either enroll in a long-term care plan or looking into it, it's either something personally happened within their immediate family or something immediately happened to them. And uh, these are the plans that's better to need, you know, better to have it right now and never need it. Uh, because, you know, again, uh, it, it's something that you definitely want to make sure that you are preparing because it's the only thing that can wipe out your entire life savings if you do not have that type of protection. And those studies have come out from the Bloomberg Report, Wall Street Journal. They're showing you that uh, long-term care, it, it, it's a serious thing, but you want to prepare for it at an earlier age. I know just with dad's independent living and what it costs per month for him, um, could go through the savings pretty quickly if he didn't have this um, insurance on there. Out there not that he wasn't prepared other ways mm -hmm. too, but it um, you just don't know how long or and if he needed um, more care, I can't imagine what the cost, how those escalate uh, at the nursing home or wherever you end up having to be. Yeah. Right. What else um, do we should we be considering in to our? You know, the one thing, uh, another thing here that I can think of right now, uh, it's definitely our cancer policies. Uh, Tom, the, the, the cancer claims is probably the number one claim that we currently see, at least I see on my desk, uh, on a monthly basis. And when you think about these policies, whether it's life insurance, long-term care, or cancer, uh, the younger that you are, these premiums are locked in at your attained age. You know, my dad had a joke with me the other day, and he shared with me, he goes, hey, what exactly is this plan doing for me right now? And I look back, and uh, I remembered he had that plan since 2004. Uh, his cancer policy and that cancer policy is still the exact same premium as it was in 04 here today in 2019 and the one thing about cancer um, no matter where we go uh, everybody knows somebody who's been diagnosed uh, and so it, it's something that when you can prepare for it at a younger age so if I'm actively working in my 30s and 40s uh, these policies you can take it up to a lump sum up to $100,000 uh, to give you an example I'm 43 and the one thing I regret is not taking out my cancer policies when I was in my early 30s because the premium would have been younger. But that $100,000 value that I have on myself also covers my wife and two daughters. So we technically have about $400,000 sitting in the home because we have a family plan of $100,000. So if I were to get diagnosed with cancer, uh, God forbid that's not the type of money I want, uh, but if, if I were to get diagnosed, it's going to cut me the check for $100,000. Uh, however, my wife and my two daughters will still be on their plan, each valued at $100,000. Now, the beautiful thing about those policies is they have a recurrence rider uh, that is added on to the plan, which we have. And so if I, on this example, got diagnosed of $100,000, um, there's a schedule pay that if there's something that reoccurred, uh, a recurrence comes back. Uh, five years, you know, seven years down the road, it will pay me a larger percentage based on the original face value for the second time. Um, now, there's one thing I will share with you well, that um, there's some individuals that we have embarked on uh, that are younger that have already shared with us that they've been diagnosed with cancer. 
Uh, well, the beautiful thing about these plans is that if you are cancer-free uh, for 10 years, you too have an opportunity of actually getting the policies now. Uh, having dealt with cancer and having, luckily, having any fortunate to have a policy at the time that it was one of the cleanest, um, basically just sent the diagnoses in and um, they cut the check and sent it to us for our, any expenses out there. And fortunately, the health insurance we were under and everything covered most of our treatments and, and different things because it's fairly standard uh, what, through the surgeries and that. So I uh, recommend it because it used to be if you get cancer, it's almost now it's when are you going to get it? It's so many different cancers and so many things, and I think a lot of it's from living longer too. But um, like you said, you can't uh, turn around without knowing someone who's gone through a treatment, a uh, family member or a close friend or something that's had some sort of um, cancer uh, that they've had to deal with. Yeah, and you, you know one thing, Tom, when we um, embark with those retirees and we help them, you know, file their claims and things come to our desk a lot. Um, it's interesting because, number one, they are so elated that they took out those policies when they did because people want to say, well, why would I need a cancer plan if I have good medical coverage? And number two, how does a plan like this work with my medical coverage? Uh, well, depending on your age and where you are, whether you're you know, under the age of, of Medicare or you're of Medicare age, uh, there's a lot of experimental treatments that are going on out there. And when you think about these experimental treatments, they are working. Uh, however, under you know certain rules and guidelines and regulations, um, you know again, depending on your your age and your demographic, some of these carriers are not going to cover those experimental treatments. That's where the value of these supplemental benefits come in because uh, the number one regret that people have that did take out the plan is that they stated that they wish they had more coverage, and. It kind of took me back because I thought to myself, well, why would they keep saying they wish they had more coverage? It's because of the high cost of the cancer drugs. It's because of how much more uh, the experimental treatments are. So when we do these benefit checkups and we do these benefit reviews, a lot of our retirees are adding to their cancer plans that they took when they were in school, or they're adding to uh, things that they never had before, and, and they're now exploring it for the very first time. So, And they've heard from stories of what other people have encountered. So that's one thing I would definitely would look into in preparing at a younger age. So we bought the plan. It was we had it and hadn't really looked at it. And as you said, expenses keep going up too as you do these. And those experimental things are not cheap because they're just being tested and tried out. And so you're it's uh, pretty costly on there. So you keep an eye on that, but just having one it gives you peace of mind um, if you do ever have to deal with this um, in your family. Hopefully not. But on, um, well, should I consider coming through the, the years of, we've hit um, long-term care, we've hit cancer, we've hit life insurance, what others? You know, those would be uh, the, the three areas that I would probably say you really want to look into early and uh, kind of, you know, making sure you're protecting that nest egg. It's because I've, I, I jokingly tell people, I've never met anybody who tells me that they worked their entire life to put money aside to help take care of anything catastrophic down the road. You know, you need to transfer that risk over to those carriers uh, because at the end of the day, um, you know, we want people to enjoy their retirement. We want them to enjoy when they're actively working and, 
and looking at what AMBA and the Indiana Retired Teachers are currently doing for you, um, you know, education and knowledge is power. And so it's very important just to explore that. But when you think about, you know, working at an early age and getting up to that roadmap, having those plans in force, uh, it gives you a peace of mind because I share with people on these presentations that we give, these policies, it's not for you. It's for your significant other and your loved ones. And, you know, when you go through a situation where you're dealing with a loved one, the last thing you need to worry about is either A, how am I going to pay for this? B, what are we going to do now? Uh, and, and you kind of get the idea um, because you don't want to have a, make, be a burden to anybody financially because, um, you know, those, those people are going to come out of the woodwork to make sure they're going to do whatever they need to do to try to help you. And so having that peace of mind and putting those things in force at an early age, uh, it, it, it's, it's refreshing because at that point, they're so happy that they took it out when they did. And those individuals are living, you know, with peace of mind. As I'm winding down my career or getting close to, say, my 60s, thinking, starting to think about Medicare and those type of things, on any of these policies, different things we need to consider, the long-term care, cancer, anything on that, that um, as I absolutely we've aged. You know, if you if you got those plans in force at a younger age, you're going to be set because uh, now if you did not take it out, and let's say for, for, for this example, you're sharing with me that you don't have a long-term care, uh, you don't have a cancer, or you don't even have life insurance, some people say at that age, well, if I'm in my 60s, why would I need life insurance? Because some of their homes are either uh, paid for, uh, retirees are you know pretty well taken care of on certain angles because of their pension or Social Security that they do receive. Well, many of the grand, uh, grandparents out there, they like to leave a legacy for their grandchildren. And so that's one thing that we've encountered a lot because a lot of people come to us sharing with us, look, you know, I'm 61, 62, can I leave this for my grandbabies? Can I set them up? Uh, with something so if I pass away they have an early start in life yes you can um, for those who did not prepare uh, at an early age when it comes to long-term care there are options that you do have um, there are certain plans that they do offer that can show you these rates that can actually supplement what it is that you don't have and then there's also standalone policies such as the uh, home health care or short-term care that can help you as well um, you know, th those are other policies because many retirees want to stay in their home as long as they can. And we have policies that will cover you for 365 claim days to do just that there at your home. Um, and then they may believe that, hey, well, you know, now I'm older, you know, what, what can I do for my cancer policies? Um, because when you get of Medicare age and we do these seminars throughout, uh, they understand that they were cuts made in Medicare and through the Affordable Care Act, and those cuts are from 2013 to 2022. Uh, again, cancer being one of them uh, when it comes to experimental treatment and drugs. So there's so many things that we as AMBA try to do to try to help uh, the retired teacher uh, so much and making sure that we're able to negotiate uh, those rates for them. And they're pleasantly surprised when they're able to compare what's out there in the general public to what's offered on behalf of us. Glad you brought up short term. That's one I hadn't thought of, but knowing sort of taking care of our medical insurance, life insurance, and things down the long term or toward the end, but mm -hmm. uh, that short term can come in and take a, definitely be a, a benefit to you, especially as you. 
Yeah, that, that is correct because the, the, the short-term care policies, uh, they, uh, the, the plans that they do offer do not have a waiting period. So if something happened to you and you're in the hospital for three consecutive days and you're of Medicare age, uh, you know, you can come home as soon as you want to. And the beautiful thing about those policies is that you can have two plans that are paying you out uh, at the same time. So it's, it's an indemnity policy that will pay out $150 per day. If you have two plans, that's $300 per day. So, you know, if you think about that, you can have either $54,000 worth of protection uh, there for, or, or $108,000 coming to you. Um, so, again, those are hot topics, hot beds, and, and we do review that with our client because the good thing about those home health care policies is that there is also reimbursements built into it for prescription drugs. So, when you have the policy for the first 12 months, you have $250 of uh, credits that come back to you uh, based on the retail cost of the drug. And so, you know, our, our benefit advisors, they will sit down with you, they will review that and kind of explore uh, the prescription medication that you currently take and how this will benefit you because these are the things that we specialize in. Some other, um, so we've pretty much covered through our career in that, and I know there's a lot more. Uh, as we go through this, we're looking at doing a series here on different insurances and different things. And the one big topic um, we'll broach in its own separate thing is Medicare supplements and um, Medicare in itself. Out there, that'll be our next topic. So we really won't get into that at this point. But um, anything else as I'm seeing here in my 60s and ready to retire, should I, what should I be concerned about staying away from the Medicare? <laughs> topic topic today yes we'll, we'll get into that next time yeah we can definitely get into that next because um, the, the, the one thing I can share is that um, you definitely need to lean on uh, on the amber representatives because again these are things that we specialize in you need to hear um, what is actually factual uh, out there in the field uh, because a lot of people get their information either on the internet <laughs> or uh, at a local. It's got to um, be true. Then. It's got to be true, right? Or at their you know local um, breakfast spot, and they're hearing it from one person versus another person. So uh, yes, Medicare supplements are something that we can definitely you know touch on and touch base on because um, there's a lot of things that Medicare do that are right. These supplemental plans pick up what Medicare uh, does not pick up. And, uh, and then also there's things here that uh, they need to understand what, um, what the rules are when it comes to Medicare. Because if Medicare does not cover one thing, your supplemental plan won't do it either. So that's the reason as to why the value of those policies that I shared with you earlier are very important to have it early in life and locked in because you're already preparing for before you get to age 65. Ooh. Anything else you can think of as we're sitting down? One thing I was going to ask you is... Um, got these insurances say I was smarter than I really I am and sat down and had myself pretty well covered in my 40s uh, on these things every 10 years should I meet with an insurance person or 20 years or how often do you recommend that you sit down and just you know, review your coverages I, that's a very good question we actually recommend doing benefit checkups and benefit reviews annually uh, and why we bring that up is because there's so many changes that happen in the law that they need to be aware of and you know and it's also good to make sure that you know plans that they took out before uh, you know it's just good to have that consultation uh, it, it's it's it, it's really good because it not only does it refresh their memory and their mind but it also allows 
uh, the benefit advisor to make sure that their significant other's loved one's children are aware of certain things that are in force. Um, because we are, it, it starts off as a consultation, but before you know it, like you know, Tom, we're all friends. And everybody here in the state of Indiana, we all know of one another. So when, when things happen, we want to make sure that we're there to, to support and to help that retiree. So yes, I definitely recommend it. If you have not had a benefit review, and even if it has nothing to do with the benefits you took out through AMBA, um, because you know the carriers that we represent are from Cigna, Mutual of Omaha, Transamerica, Aetna, uh, Kemper, Massa. There, there's a lot that we have. There may be companies out there that you don't, that it's not even in our portfolio. That's okay. We still want to be able to sit down with you and have an opportunity of you know, making sure that you understand what you have and take full advantage of us because that's part of our responsibility uh, with the relationship that we have with the Indiana Retired Teachers. And I think a lot of times you don't think sort of have insurance, you know, you pay the premiums or whatever mm -hmm. monthly or quarterly or however often you're billed and you just don't think significant life changes and different things. All yeah, of a sudden correct. you got kids or now you're different things or you've upgraded houses and just different things that uh, cost in there. It's not a bad idea to sit down and just check in. It could be a fairly quick review, especially if you've been doing it yearly. Yeah, absolutely. Matter of fact, we just had a, uh, one of our uh, benefit advisors just shared a story with us, I think last week or earlier this week, yes, forgive me, I forgot, I'm losing track of time here. <laughs> but uh, they happened to do a benefit review checkup uh, with the retiree and she shared with the advisor a few things and Come to find out, she completely forgot that she had a cancer policy that she took out three years ago. And so when they were uncovering, doing some of the fact-finding about her cancer plan, uh, the benefit advisor turned around and helped that retiring, and she was elated because what she stated was, you know, when she got diagnosed, the last thing she was thinking about was, what about my insurance? Because there's other things that are going to come up. So uh, it's very beneficial to have those type of reviews. Uh, I strongly advise us. Right. I think that does it with our roadmap. We'll be doing other segments on insurance. Like I said, probably the next one will be Medicare that we'll be pushing out uh, for you. So have you check it out and tune out. We'll send out emails and also put it out on social media so that you can uh, learn more of it. We want to thank C.D. Narain from AMBA for sharing um, his expertise on uh, setting up uh, plans for keeping us financially secure and insured as we progress through life. And I'm Tom Mellish, Executive Director for Indiana Retired Teachers, and we thank you for listening to today's podcast. Everyone have a great day.